That's on Birdie, baby. I am beautiful. I am confident. I am worthy. I am. And then you realize, okay, maybe I'm doing the right thing, just not in the right way. Guess, guess I'm not worth guess it. it doesn't work. Guess, guess I'm, guess I'm packing up and heading home and I'm. He realized the difference between persistence and over persistence. He said that persistence is not knocking on the same door a hundred times. Persistence is knocking on a hundred different doors. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy August. I can see it's lost in the memory. August, August slipped, slipped away into a moment in time. time. Happy last City of the Eras tour as well f- to all who celebrate. To all who celebrate. It's, it's a good thing that neither of us are professional singers. I feel like we probably lost some some subscribers to the show after that intro. No, they all stuck around. If, if not, we ha- we've doubled just through the, those 10 seconds. How is it already August? Girl, you you tell me I do not feel like July. I feel like June happened. I do not feel like July happened. Maybe it's because I've been a little bit more on the go, but I feel like everyone has the same energy. I I swear come across so many TikToks today that are like, how the F is it August? Agreed. Agreed wholeheartedly. How the effing F? I don't know. Yeah, I feel How like do July. How you feel about it? Well, I feel like July 4th was such a distinct July 4th this year for whatever reason. I feel like it was July 3rd. I was like, how is it July? And then July 4th, I was like, okay, I'm in the July 4th mentality. We're there. Mm. We're on that wavelength. And then from July 4th until August, I feel like it just didn't exist. Today is July 5th is how yeah. I feel. Yeah, <laughs> I would agree with that. Like, Why I, is July I slept 4th and so I woke profound? Up. Yep, exactly. <laughs> But I would agree oh with gosh. you. Yeah. That, that's crazy. I, I do feel like since we've been working this summer, that's the life stage. Me and Maddie are at. This is our first, like, proper non-summer, sadly, without having a ton of time off from school or, you know, school end capping a summer for us. So I don't know. I Maybe that's why it's felt different. But nonetheless, I, I honestly love August. August is the hottest month in South Carolina. It's Maddie, so you grew up here. here. August is insanely hot. But so are we, ladies. Oh, yes. And gents and whoever. So channeling all the hot energy. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, Do you want to get into our Ask the Girls question to kick things off? Yes, we can get into it. Our Ask the Girls is our favorite thing to cook. So if you guys don't know, we have an Ask the Girls question box on our Instagram every single week at Hugo Girls Podcast. And you guys can ask us anything that we respond to on the show. And one of you guys asked our favorite thing to cook. And I took this as like currently in the moment like go to dinner when you're at home I don't know that's how mm. I interpreted it how did you interpret it Emma is that about on par yeah that, that is on par that's on birdie baby okay I, I like I'm, I'm aligned <laughs> I'm aligned no my favorite thing well I have a panini press now so anything with my panini press has been my wave recently okay I grilled chicken I don't really make any other meats not out of any hate towards them I just I find myself I <laughs> Emma's a meat hater I'm a meat hater. Don't cancel me. No, I I really enjoy chicken. I have chicken in almost like every meal and I'll make some form of like chicken sandwich, chicken wrap or anything that a panini press will press. And that's pretty much anything. So you heard it here um, first. first, My go to. I love doing. I like rye bread. I think I've said that before, but I think it's a very niche bread to like. I like rye bread, grilled chicken, provolone and then I'll take like it's like a pesto marinara and I'll spread it on one of the sides. Do some lettuce some like light italian dressing that's that's my little italian 
chicken sandwich that I fit into. Okay, so So I'm going to fully hijack your train and steer it in a different direction. Um, I was going to say piggyback off off that, but I was like, no, we're actually taking this in a completely different direction. Um, (laughs) When this is going up, I will have already had it, but I'm throwing my Italian summer dinner party this week. And I'm so excited. So I've been on the Italian wavelength, like caprese salad, you know, a lemon olive oil pesto pasta dish, bruschetta. And I have decided that to make it home, I think Italian is maybe my favorite kind of meal to cook for like a fancy meal. But if I'm going out for a nice dinner, I this is I feel like a hot take. I don't go to like an Italian restaurant. I don't either. Oh, okay. Some people are. I'm a Mexican restaurant girl. I am too. Yep. And some, I think there's, you have your two types of people. You have your Italian dinner and you have your Mexican dinner. Yep. It's I crazy. love a marg like, and I love a me taco. Me and my boyfriend would never like, not willingly go. I mean, we would obviously go eat it, but it, if we're deciding where to eat, I don't think we've ever been like, oh, Italian, that pasta yep. please. But probably nine out of ten times we're like taco place you know yeah crazy same thing we're on the same wavelength but Different my cuisines. yes my favorite thing to cook at home is it kind of like emma's is anything in a panini mine's anything on a grill especially during the summer mm. i'm a girl girly and i love i mean i'll grill it but also i like it when my boyfriend grills it because then i can do like all the other side work prep that's stuff. preferred <laughs> oh yes but we've been doing a lot of skewers or just grilled meats and veggies so last night we did zucchini red pepper and uh chicken sausage and we do that in a bowl over rice and just like grilling peppers or grilling zucchini Mm. makes it so much better or we'll do steak or chicken kebabs with red pepper and onion over rice like anything that is grilled that is a meat or a veggie get in my tummy girl i'm so hungry we're recording this at dinner time and you can't keep doing i know this i'm so me. sorry i'm so sorry i'm gonna go have to go grill my chicken and veggies after i know this. so oh, we'll, we'll pass on by but that's my favorite thing to cook we can jump into the no show i'll tell i've been dying to no oh my show gosh. i'll tell you <laughs> yes yeah, so to our next segment which is no show i'll tell it's show and tell but via podcast so it's no showing actually and all telling because this is obviously a speaking platform however if you would like to see these items we put them on our story every day that they go live and they're also in our little highlight so you can always see what we're talking about maddie guys (laughs) let me just preface this how maddie relayed this to me so we don't show each other the items before because we love the element of surprise right it's usually something classic like a cup you know but maddie told me that this item she said we need to hurry up and get to this segment because my item is jiggling and it's gonna go bad so i have no idea what what is about to be unveiled to us um so maddie can you please do the honor of let, letting us know what is jiggling for Absolutely. the no show i'll tell today so before we jump into it emma gave a guess and it was kind of like a hypothetical guess where she was like oh my god what is it and what did you say jello yes so it's not jello okay but it might as well be it's a little jello. <laughs> the what face is, that you were making right now is what so funny. What the heck is that? It is. You need. I made it. I'll describe it for our audience. Um, it is a jello oh. gummy that I made. I I'll dive into it later in the episode. But I've been dealing with health stuff, and everything on TikTok is saying to drink bone broth and I'm not I'm not one of those girlies I can't be one of those girlies when I wake up in the morning I don't crave bone broth mm, a nice glass of bone broth. Ew, it's disgusting so I've never tried it cannot imagine it yes good. but I did find 
Um, Gracie Norton, if you guys know who that is, she posted this recipe and it's two ingredients. It's using the Trader Joe's purple juice and beef gelatin, which I was so scared about, which essentially like beef gelatin is just like ground up beef bones. This is disgusting. I'm so sorry. But that's what it is. Guys, this is so this is about the size of like a a car key or something and it's black and I had to put it in an ice cube tray because I didn't have any gummy holders. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, but, it does. it's like the size of an ice cube. That yeah. is, wow! It it doesn't look that pleasant. How does it taste? So, what's your review on this experience? I love it. I've had so many of them today, <gasps> and wow. they keep me full for a really long time. That's why it's my no show all tell because it has so much freaking protein in it because it's beef gelatin and um, wow, this like purple juice from Trader Joe's. You just do the entire thing of purple juice and half a cup of beef gelatin, and it makes this. And wow. So what's that? The health benefit is what? Exactly? It helps repair your gut lining. So essentially okay. the beef um, gelatin or like the ground up beef bones, which is the same reason that bone broth is good for your gut lining, uh-huh. helps heal leaky gut, which is one of the things that I have and suffer from. And it's a really more enjoyable, pleasant way for all of my gut healing girlies out there. Hey, I think that's have great. It. it tastes like I made my boyfriend try it the other day. And he was saying it literally tastes like a Jello cup, like that you would have as a kid. Wow, yeah, that's awesome. But I Honestly, put them in like gummy bite-sized form and have one when I wake up in the morning. I have one as a little afternoon snack, and they're really high in protein because one serving of this gelatin is like eleven or twelve grams of protein. Wow. So yeah, it's pretty good. That's great. You know, I might don't knock it till you try it, right? I might have to try that. I. We'll move on to my item. You're like, please ready. get us away from the Get me gelatin. away from the jiggly beef, please. Son. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Stop. No, it, that really is great. Though. That is really great. That, that works. Beef. And it's so simple. Jiggly beef. T- episode title. <laughs> jiggly beef, period. Absolutely not. Oh anyway, <laughs> my item. So I, I was going to say I drive a car, which I think <laughs> is assumed, but I do drive. I do mean, some people really? don't drive. Some people don't drive. That's true. So I, you know, I have a car and years, years ago, uh, my car got water damaged. So it had this really bad smell in it. And it almost, it wasn't like a stinky smell, like manure. So it, it smelled like chocolate. Like it almost smelled musty. Like to the, I'm sorry. Are you comparing chocolate to must? Just like a musty chocolate. I don't know. It's, it was that. Oh my gosh. I, I can't describe it because it's like water damage is such a unique smell. And it's if probably, I jumped into a car though and it smelled like chocolate, I wouldn't be like, oh wow, there's some water damage in here. I would be like, oh, chocolate. Okay. So guys, my mom, so this was happening when I was dating this guy and he vaped at the time. So I would come home and my mom would be like, you're vaping. I can smell it. And I'd be like, mom, I'm not vaping. She's like, I know your boyfriend vapes, you know, whatever. Yeah. I know your boyfriend vapes. You, I know you're vaping because I can smell it on you. And I was like, mom, I swear I'm not vaping, whatever. Turns out it was when I would drive in my car, this musty smell this would get on my clothes. Wrench. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's, it was kind of like, like it had a hint of like a smell that wasn't awful, but it was like strong enough to where I was smelling like it. My mom was like, you're vaping. And I, as a mom, you know, she's like, oh my yeah. gosh, like someone call, someone call the police. Right. So, <laughs> which is obviously not great for you, but I, you know, figured out that it was my car smell and we couldn't figure out like why my car was smelling like that. I was like, there was not, not, not an animal in there or whatever. So 
long story short, found out it was water damage. My sunroof had been leaking. It's supposed to, there's this pipe that's supposed to go out the bottom of your car when water gets caught on top. And it was literally going into my car. So if you lifted up the bottom part of my car, it was soaked. I'm like glad it didn't literally combust. Anyway, found this company called Drift and they have car air fresheners. And I wanted to share it because one, this, this scent specifically that I have in my hand right now, I wish you guys could smell it, but it's called Fresh Rain and it smells really really good and what you do is again you can look at our instagram story to see exactly like the format that i'm talking about but it's this little like classic black plate and then a stone little insert that you put on top of the plate and that's what actually smells so you clip it on now it's clipped and then you can put it on top of you know the the mirrors that yeah down like in your the car? visor thing yep yeah the the sun visors or whatever you clip it onto there and now when everyone gets in my car they're like your car smells so good and I was like you do not understand what I have been through to get that compliment I was like that is the biggest compliment in the world and maybe all I needed I don't know I've tried air freshers before and I just don't think they've been powerful enough to get out the smell of the water damage even though it's been years we've tried everything to get it out but this is seriously like overpowering the smell and I really like it and yeah so it's called drift and I can always link it and stuff too, but positive I experience. Purchase. And it's cute. I like, that it's a little, I like that it's a little stone too. It's it's a stone and it just clips right on. So yeah, I like that's it. what I have to share with everyone today. So you know what? That made me realize. Yes. How much better at no show I'll tell you are than I am. What do you mean? <laughs> The sound effects. And the sound effects, what you're sharing. I mean, you gave a I tangible do. object and I gave jiggly beef. Okay, but the jiggly beef is like nothing. It's truly nothing can beat that. But I do do content creation for my job and career. So I'm very used to, you know, little little haul. Yeah. Product, I, product I can showcasing, haul. I just, et cetera. I'm, I'm really trying to... We are talking about how you have <laughs> abstract no show. I do have no show at all. I'm like running Pinterest, jiggly beef, jiggly beef. No, oh, but I I God. had this realization the other day where I might have already talked to you about this, but I have like 15 sweatshirts in my closet, and I never wear any of them. And mm-hmm. I want to have this like one sweat set from Aritzia. It's like a black hoodie and like black little sweatshorts or whatever, because I always lounge around in that. And I have never bought it because I'm like, oh, my gosh, $78 for a sweatshirt. Like, that's so expensive. Meanwhile, I have $15, $40 sweatshirts sitting in my closet that if I wouldn't have bought them and I would have just bought the one sweatshirt that I actually wanted, it would have been worth it. Mm. And so that's the era of my life that I'm in. I'm trying to just, like, minimalize what I have. Like, I, I'm not minimalistic by any means, if you know me. But I am trying to, like, condense and make things less ooh, like, this is fun for a little bit, and more so staples, just in general. Oh, I so 100% my agree. So my no-show-all-tell is lacking a little bit. Oh, no, I think you're doing a great job, Maddie. Pat yourself on the back. I'll pat the jiggly beef and watch it jiggle. That's what I'm saying. You you can't bring up <laughs> jiggly beef and then say you're lacking. I think that's the best thing ever. But Anyways, I do understand. I, I know I, comple- I completely agree with you. I just you, need truthfully. to believe in myself. You need to believe in yourself. I, I feel like we could really get into a great conversation about that. Like what do you think, we could talk Maddie? about it. Yeah. Should we talk about, about it for the rest of the episode? believing in yourself. Perhaps for 30 days. Perhaps for 30 days, guys. Today, I was, in, I was struck with inspiration. She's inspired. I was watching this video recently. And one, it was this long video just talking about 
how to be successful and you know one of those like TikTok videos that I feel like a lot of us see and one of the quotes that she said in this video was believe in yourself for 30 days and then she kind of kept going on with her point but I was like wait a second I love that because I do feel like believe in yourself is way too general just being like believe haha but do it also being like do these two steps to be successful is like way too specific too so I loved the phrasing of believe in yourself for 30 days because it is inspiring to me and I feel like that is some sort of like tangible metric that is not too specific to where it can apply to anyone that can mean something different to everyone and I just we just really wanted to talk about it our our like gen z way of saying that is commit to the bit because we are all about committing to the bit and the bit is whatever you are looking to achieve or whatever you think that you need to do to improve your life and yeah we just really wanted to talk to you guys about that today because this is all this is all personal to us too so we're going to share our journey with this and what it means for us and hopefully we can all walk out of this podcast feeling inspired thriving and believing in ourselves and committing to the bet i'd like it and i i like that you shared this with me and just like brought it put it on the table if you will because i feel like sometimes we have such tangible ways of doing things that it's almost overwhelming it's like okay in order to get to x y and z you first have to do this and do that and you're constantly having to do all these different things versus just focusing on one thing and being consistent with it and I liked how we were talking off mic about this but if you don't believe it's going to happen it's simply not going to happen Mm -hmm. and sometimes I feel like as humans we just have a tendency to overcomplicate things where we think okay if I you know if I want to do this then I first have to do all these other steps to get there instead of saying okay this is my end goal this is where I want to end up maybe I do have to do all the other steps to get there but what do I have to truly commit to to be able to be put on that journey and so I don't know, just going in with the mindset that you're going to do it, you're going to get it done. It doesn't matter if you're getting it done tomorrow, next week, next year, 10 years from now, you're going to get it done regardless of when and not that you're going to, quote, try to get it done, but that in and of itself that you're going to do it, then when you do inevitably end up doing it, then you've learned to trust yourself in the process and you've got there by your own merit, by your own grit. And so you know when the next thing comes along that you want to do or you want to make happen, you commit to the bit. You do it all over again because you have that consistency and you've trusted and built that confidence within yourself. A hundred percent. I think a lot of times we skip over just the belief in ourselves. We, We know what we want to do. We maybe know some steps along the way, but we literally skip over the beginning part of that, which is literally believing that we can do it like Maddie for example I'll bring up your half marathon run so you don't have to bring it up (laughs) because we talk about you know runners have to bring it up but they I mean they do because running is awesome but Maddie for example if you were in this mindset which you probably were for a while of like there's no way in hell I can do a half marathon like not gonna happen that's not in the cards for me and what have you done you've decided you said I can do this I've looked at what it takes to train it's very attainable in a 12-week step process and stuff and now you know that you're not there today, but you believe in yourself that you will get there. And it's not a question of like, if you're going to, it's how you're going to, or, you know, you're, you're figuring out the steps, but the, the, that first step is believing. Something that I really struggle with and have struggled with for a long time is not being a morning person 
and having a really hard time waking up in the mornings. And I and I truly want to be someone. I, I don't have to be a 5 a.m. girl, but just in terms of making my days more enjoyable, capitalizing, especially now that I work, the days that I am able to get up before work and go on a bike ride or go on a walk or my best days because I've started it off the right way, getting sunshine, getting all these things that you hear are good for you, are truly good for you and really make you feel better. And I know that from personal experience, but still every day when my alarm goes off, I I set it for earlier than I need to. I don't set it for five minutes before work. I set it for an hour and a half before work so I can get up and do something. But still, I, I truly haven't been believing in myself that I can get up because I'm just like, you know, I'm just tired. Like I, I just, I just can't do it. I just need to, I need to get 30 more minutes of sleep. And that's the constant game that I play with myself. And if you're not a morning person, I know you, I'm (laughs) sure everyone feels this way too. And if you are a morning person, that's literally incredible. But I'm a night person and I feel like some people, they get to 10 PM at night and they're like, I can't hang. And I'm like, I can hang all night. Anyway, the point is, is like, I am my verbal commitment to myself and to everyone listening to hold me accountable is believing in myself that I can wake up early. Like I have it in my power to get the heck up. Like I, it, it is a choice. Even if it's a hard choice, I'm going to stop saying like, oh, hopefully I can do it tomorrow. Maybe I can do it. I'm going to be like, I am going to get up tomorrow and I'm going to do it. And eventually, depending on what this thing could be for you, you, if you get to a point where it's not working, then you reevaluate, but you have to, you have to believe you can do it first until there's nothing else to believe. Exactly. Um, And then you can reevaluate, but I, that's my personal new belief. No, I like it. I can get up. And I completely agree with you, which is why I'm going to challenge you. Sorry, I'm going to put you on the spot here. What did you say when you were going into that whole spiel? What is the first thing that you said? I don't remember. You said, I'm not a morning person, but blah, 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 blah. <gasps> yeah. And the but always negates whatever's in front of it. And all you the said <laughs> was, I'm not a morning person. So inevitably, by you saying that, that's you're saying, that's you saying, I don't know if this is going to happen because I don't, mm-hmm. I don't identify as someone who wakes up early in the morning. I can hang all night, but I, I can't wake up in the morning. So the yeah. first thing that you need to do, and I need, I'm telling myself this too, is say, I'm a morning person. Or if I'm running my marathon, I'm a runner because then that belief is already in there. And that's why I think there's something so powerful about affirmations. Sometimes it feels Mm -hmm. genuinely so stupid to sit in front of yourself in the mirror and say, I am beautiful. I am confident. I am worthy. I am strong, whatever it may be. It seems like kind of cringy, but if you continuously say these things and you affirm yourself, like I'm a runner, I'm a morning person. I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a podcaster, I am beautiful, whatever it may be, eventually that self-talk is going to turn into who you actually are. And it's not going to happen overnight. Just like if I tried to go out and I tried to run a marathon tomorrow or a half marathon or hell, even a 5K, I'm not going to be able to do On it. On the floor. I'm not. And then what happens, ambulance. literally <laughs> what happens is I'll go and I'll try And I will be unsuccessful or I will, quote, fail. And when I fail, I lose that trust with myself. I'm reaffirming, oh, I'm not a runner. I can't do it. Mm. I was right about myself. Versus if I run three times a week for the next 12 weeks, and the first couple of runs, I walk a minute, I run a minute. And I do that 10 times. And then the next week, I walk half a minute and I run a minute and a half. And then slowly but surely by, you know, week four, week five, I'm running three miles, then five miles, then 10 miles. 
eventually over time, I'm going to get up to that 13.1. But if I turn around tomorrow and I tried to run a half marathon, I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be successful. So when we say commit to the bit, it doesn't mean dive all in. It doesn't mean Emma's going to be waking up at 5 a.m. tomorrow and saying, I'm a morning person. I can do this. Because if you jump in <laughs> head first sometimes, it's too extreme and you're almost shocking oh, your yeah. system. And you're losing that confidence of your with yourself because it's so challenging to maintain that versus just committing to the bit. Do a little bit. Quite literally, commit to the little bit Every single commit day. Commit to the little bit. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of commit to the big, commit to the little bit. Yep. Commit to the little oh. bit. It'll make no, a big and difference. And that's so true. You, I mean, you expose me, but it, it is true. And I was, I truly am not a morning person in terms of like how my, I think my body's like rhythm naturally works, but you're so right being like, I'm not a morning person, but I'm going to try to be. It's like, no, be like, I, I can be and believe you I will am. Be. Yep. a morning person and believe I am, you know, even if that's not the ro- rotation I'm on right now. And, you know, my night routine screwed up. So that, let's start there. Right. But we, yep. we could get into that at another time. But I, I love that. And I think something I, I get lots of comments about this. And I also experience this is social media. This is where you see a lot of talk about like, you need to be consistent. You need to be posting three times a day, whatever these coaches or these social media gurus try to tell you and stuff. But there is a little bit in truth of what they're saying is like, if you commit to something, and I'm pretty sure this video that I saw that got me on this topic is was actually related to social media specifically in terms of being successful in social media. If you truly made, let's say you really want to share, I'll go on our cooking theme for the night. You yep. really want to be like a chef on TikTok or Instagram, YouTube, whatever. If you made it your goal on TikTok to post you know, I'm going to be a chef and I'm going to share healthy recipes. Let's go there. And you make a video one day, you're really proud of it. You post it. Eh, doesn't do that well. Day number two, you make a video, you're proud of it. You post it. Eh, doesn't do that well. And they're like, well, there was my shot. Yes. Yes. I'm not worth guess it. It doesn't work. Guess. Yes. I'm, yes. I'm packing up and heading home and I'm throwing in my chef hat. You truly are never going to see the level of success. It is like a very, very, very small fraction of people that even go viral in the first like month or two or three of them creating content. And I actually saw someone, this is a very like social media topic, but saw someone talking about how viral is not always good because you're attracting people that aren't within your niche too. You could have this video go viral and you're pulling in all these people that won't care about the rest of your content. So if you do do social media, don't be discouraged by having a small audience because a lot of times that's a niche audience that's involved and cares about you. Anyway, it's really important to imagine making those, imagine believing in yourself for 30 days in that context. Imagine instead of making two videos and giving up, you make 30 videos every single day. And by the end of that, there is literally such a small chance that you have not seen progress and the progress that you have seen is just going to really give you that belief inside yourself. I'm not saying you're going to be at a million followers in a week, but I'm saying you'll likely have some likes on your videos. You'll have some comments. You will have gotten some followers even on your account. And that's awesome, but it doesn't happen by doing two videos and giving up. It happens by believing like, okay, I believe in this mission. I believe in what I'm talking about. I believe in my content. I believe that it's good. And so I'm going to, I'm going to continue to post it and that's, I love the whole 30 days thing because it's like not saying to give up on your dreams after 30 days, but that's a timeline that you can really make such a conscious decision being like, I'm going to commit for 30 days. Exactly. And 
then of course reevaluate, but I don't know. Social media is tricky, but consist. I mean, there's there's a lot of truth and consistency. And I do, <laughs> I talk to Maddie all the time about this. I change. I tried a new TikTok series probably every month of like coffee shops or me going to the beach or whatever. I'll I'll come up with these series. I'll do like five videos in the series, and I'll be like, eh. I mean, it did okay. It's nah, not doing I'll, the best. Yeah. Not doing the best. I'll move on. And I I guarantee you, if I would have that first series that I created, I don't even know. If I would have stuck with the first series that I ever created and I was still doing that today, a year later or something, imagine like the traction that that specific series would have had. I mean, it's crazy, but I keep changing so often that it hasn't, it hasn't stuck and it's because I'm not believing in myself. So if you believe in something, truly, truly believe in it and give it all you got, even if it's just for 30 days. Exactly. Did I tell you or was I talking to you about um, the difference between persistence and over persistence. I think we talked about that on the podcast, right? I don't know. I don't I don't recall, honestly. Oh, okay. So please share. Yes. So I was listening to a podcast episode. I apologize if we've already talked about this, but I was listening I to a podcast episode have- and it was actually the skinny confidential. Um, and they interviewed someone who has interviewed some of the most successful people in the world, like Bill Gates, Madonna, Beyonce, like people who are just very successful. And he did it because he got onto the prices right and he essentially hacked his way to winning the prices right as a college student and then used everything that he won to basically fund his mission to go interview the world's most successful people and write a book. So he did. And he talked about how he really, really, really wanted someone specific for an interview. I believe it was Bill Gates. And he all the time like he got to a point where he was on the phone with his assistant and he was calling his assistant and his assistant was like okay I can I can help you out I'll try to help you whatever and it was years and years and years of him trying to get an interview with Bill Gates and he ended up getting an interview with someone who was very close to Bill Gates and essentially they said we'll vouch for you we'll vouch for you we'll get the interview easy boom done like this is going to be a very successful book And he had knocked on the same metaphorical door so many times that even his best friend, Bill Gates' best friend, going to him and saying, hey, this guy really wants to have you on the book, he turned him down. He said, nope, sorry, tell him to stop contacting me. (gasps) Bill Gates said that? Yes. And what what was crazy about it was and I could be completely switching up if Bill Gates was the best friend or if it was someone I think it was Bill Gates though okay and what was completely crazy about it is he realized the difference between persistence and over persistence he said that persistence is not knocking on the same door a hundred times persistence is knocking on a hundred different doors and it's really important because Once you find a niche or once you find something that you really want to commit to, there's something so important to to be said about doing the same thing over and over and over again. But you can't do the same thing over and over and over again and expect to get a different result if it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. At a certain point, you have to know when to throw the flag in and change approaches because maybe what you're doing is very, very valid. In that guy's case, what he was doing was successful. He still ended up interviewing some of the most successful people in the world. He just couldn't write his book. Yeah. And yeah. he just couldn't get that one person. And mm-hmm. so by him continuously pressing, by him 
calling his assistant, interviewing his best friend, writing him letters, showing up to conferences, doing all of these different things all the time, he wasn't any more successful because the answer to that door was just no. The door no. was closed. There was no it way was to get in. It was locked and boarded up. Yeah. And they always say that there's three doors to get in somewhere. You can go in the door with the front with everyone else. You can go down the chimney or you can go around back. And maybe if you're doing something and you're taking a path that isn't working for you, there's another way in and you can find the way in by taking a different approach that's still in the same trajectory. So I'll give a personal example. I don't really talk about it very openly on the podcast just because I feel like it's something that's very personal to me and very vulnerable. But I have some significant health problems that I've been dealing with for a little bit now. And I've been seeing the same doctor for about eight to 10 months or so. And we've been pretty consistent. I've seen her at least once a month and I've gone in. I've been very strict on my protocol. I've been very regimented in everything that I'm doing. And this past weekend, I had one of the worst health weekends I've had since I started seeing her. And it made me realize maybe I'm doing the right thing. Maybe I'm being very regimented and maybe I'm doing everything in my power that I know to do. But maybe I just shouldn't be doing it with her. And that sounds bad, but I don't have to fully focus on this one person and hope to get the results that I'm hoping to get by working with them when there could be someone out there who has a completely different protocol that's attacking the same problems that if I would have been so consistent that it would have made a difference. But at this point, when she said, oh, yeah, six months is about the timeline and then everything's going to start to unveil and you'll see some massive results. And now I hear I am eight, ten months later and I'm worse than I was before. Mm, Yeah. At that point, it's not the consistency that's yielding results. It's the consistency that's showing me that results are not happening. And at that point, it's when you know you have to throw in the flag and change approaches because maybe I am taking the right approach, just not in the right way. Maybe that author of that book, he was doing something great and he was very successful in doing it. But Bill Gates wasn't the answer. Bill Gates wasn't the door to get into what he was trying to achieve. And I think there's a very big difference between committing to the bit and doing it every single day and over persistence of doing the same thing every single day and completely not acknowledging the outcome of it because like you were saying Emma like believe in yourself for 30 days do it for 30 days and then take inventory not that everything is going to happen overnight in 30 days but in 30 days if you are not even a little bit closer maybe give it another 30 days and then at 60 days check in with yourself see if there's anything that you think you could potentially tweak then take it 90 days then take it 120 just keep pushing forward but know when it is okay to throw in the flag because you're just going to disrupt that confidence that you're building with yourself if you mm-hmm. commit to the little bit too long and then you realize okay maybe I'm doing the right thing just not in the right way yeah I love that and it I do love the concept between or the difference between the persistency and over-persistency, because that is very true. You have to be honest with yourself, just how you have to believe in yourself. You have to be honest with yourself, too. And I think we all we all have our internal conscience, and we're all very self-aware. And you know yourself the best. You know what's working the best. But really do... I, I was making a TikTok the other day. Someone was asking about my job and my career journey and stuff, but I think it applies well here. I said, imagine your career in... I'll change it for this context. It's just your life or your goal. Let's say you have a goal. 
it, it's imagine as a bowling ball like it's going to roll and then it's going to keep rolling it's going to keep rolling but you have to give it the push and that's the analogy that I you know a bowling ball just sitting there isn't going to do anything like if you if you push it if you believe in yourself if you give that if you give yourself your starting point from a really high self-confidence perspective like that is going to be such a better push of your bowling ball in terms towards your goals and everything than being have this bowling ball and you know giving it a little poke with your pinky toe and being like okay roll ball you know like really believing in yourself first and that's how I felt with my goals and stuff too as soon as they start picking up a little bit it's that your confidence grows your skills grow you learn more and it just keeps going in the right direction which is awesome but if you feel like there's something you want to achieve and you're like, you wake up and you're like, why don't I have that? Or you don't wake up like me because I love sleeping. Maybe that's my thing. <laughs> but you you wake up and you're like, oh, you know, didn't get it this time or probably not going to happen today. What? How is that setting yourself up for success? And I think it's hard to be honest with ourselves. I, I really want to be someone who wakes up. So I'm going to commit. I even I booked myself a 7.30 a.m. workout. And I am proud tomorrow. of you. Thank you. But that's that's my commitment. And I will go. I'm going to say that I am going to go. I will go. You will go. And I will go. But I could make the choice. My mindset could be like, oh, we'll see if I wake up in time. My mindset's going to be like, we're going to wake up in time and we're going to go unless I have a severe freaking health crisis or some reason, which, you know, all hope is that doesn't yep. happen. No, but my 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 plan it is on my calendar. It's important to me and I am going to go tomorrow. And that that's my that's building my belief in myself. And once I go tomorrow, I'll be like, damn. I just did the dang thing and now maybe I believe in myself to go do it next time too. So whatever that is for you, we all have those goals from something as simple as waking up to something as big as being the CEO of a large company one day, whatever that goal is, really believe in yourself to get there and also be truthful with yourself like what it takes to get there because it's not just a not a one-stop shop. It's not Ms. a one-stop Ms. Maddie, stop is it? shop. It is not a one-stop shop at all and you can't straddle a goal that sounds really weird but you can't be half it and half out <laughs> no you know? I mean like, so true so you know true. if think about it if you say that you want to run 10 miles down the road and you can't decide which direction you want to go if you want to go right or left and you start running you know five miles one direction and you're like oh shoot I should have gone the other way and so you turn around and run, run back at that point you're gonna have run 10 miles but you're gonna be right back where you started so you have to choose a point and stick to it and you're gonna do it you're capable we're capable Yay. we're all in this Believe together in yourself. yes and we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode we thought it was kind of a fun topic yet semi-inspirational we like to talk about things that we're also going through and that we can relate to um, of course so we hope that you enjoyed it we'll be back next monday with another episode for you all thanks so much for tuning in feel free to Yay. follow us over on instagram at hygge girls podcast that is h-y-g-g-e girls podcast yes follow us over there and until next time stay happy stay healthy and stay hygge. Hygge.